You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before we begin this week's episode, we would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land on which we work, live, and record, and recognize their continuing connection to land, water, and community. We pay respect to elders past, present, and emerging. Yes. PBS Meet Hi everyone, and welcome back to PS Meet Me at Stage Door. Today we are discussing an important topic in theatre with the amazing Sophie Wright. But before we get into that, Tori, take it away with the bulletin. In exciting news, Music Theatre Melbourne have revealed the identity of their international mystery guest, Stephen Swartz, who will join its four Australian judges to determine the winner of its exciting quest for a new musical that finds its inspiration in the challenge of COVID-19, which is titled COVID the Musical, which will be staged in September 2021. If you didn't already know, Stephen Swartz is a three-time Academy Award and three-time Grammy Award winner and a living legend of the music theatre world and the creator of landmark shows such as The Prince of Egypt, Wicked, Godspell, Pippin and so many more. The winning entry of Music Theatre Melbourne's COVID Challenge will be announced on 1st of November 2020 and will be staged in September 2021. Needing your kick of musicals, but also looking for something new? Make sure to check out Sounds of Broadway. They offer the most wide range of listening of music from off-Broadway, Broadway and the London stages. Thousands of songs from hundreds of cast recordings streamed online 24-7. Head over to soundsofbroadway.com to check it out. The Artists of Colour Initiative also known as the AOC Initiative, have launched a scholarship competition designed to provide financial assistance and industry support to six exceptional talented theatre performers based in Australia that identify as Black, Indigenous or as people of colour. Submissions are now open and you can find out more info by visiting their website at www.aocinitiative.com. BU Inc. is an arts organisation whose mission is to empower theatre performers. They have recently launched a grant program that would aim to remove the financial barrier of applying for arts schools for young artists by covering their tertiary program audition fees. BU Inc.'s school audition grant applications are also now open, but they will close on the 20th of September. To learn more about the grant and eligibility, please visit buinc.org slash school audition grants. 
To find out about more amazing initiatives like these, feel free to head over to our Instagram and check out our initiative highlight to get connected with more initiatives such as People of Cabaret, Stage a Change and more. Back over to you, Libby. Today we are excited to be discussing an important but not often discussed topic in theatre, mental well-being, and we are very excited to be joined by the incredible Sophie Wright. Sophie has an extensive career in music theatre and in television. In 2013, she made her professional debut in the Australasian tour of Wicked as the alphabet cover and a part of the ensemble. She has also appeared alongside Hugh Jackman in his one-man show Broadway to Oz, Avenue Q in the dual roles of Kate and Lucy, Gypsy with the Hayes Theatre Company as June, and was nominated for a Helpman Award for her portrayal of Lauren in the Australian tour of Kinky Boots. Not only a successful music theatre performer, Sophie has most recently appeared in Mr. Black, a new TV comedy series produced on Network 10 and CJZ. Sophie is also a qualified wellness coach who helps performers to build confidence and resilience through positivity and mindfulness techniques to enhance their performing. We are thrilled to welcome Sophie. Thank you very much. What an intro. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I mean, like, we've got to, you know, be true to your name. And that's certainly <laughs> what I think of when I hear your name. So oh, thank you. Thanks, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, you recently had a bub. So you weren't um, necessarily performing at the time that quarantine hit. But how has quarantine been treating you just, I guess, as a person in general and as a performer? Yeah. Um, for me, yes, exactly. I, I wasn't plucked from a show um, during quarantine. But I, I think being a new mum is kind of equal to being in quarantine mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because you're at home a lot, you're with the same people. Uh, so yep. it's kind of been a very... Uh, I mean, a very different experience for me just learning how to be a new mum. In terms of performing as well, I guess it's it's a whole new experience because, one, I can't audition as much but also, you know, I've got to learn how to practice again and practice my singing and try and stay creative as well as this new role of being a new mum, I guess. So it's it's been it's had its ups and downs like everyone and I think everyone's going through a different experience but collectively we're all feeling some days a little bit lost and some days a little bit angry and um, we've just got to try and try and stay connected with everyone and and try and stay positive. Now you've had an extensive career obviously and you've gotten to do some incredible roles and and get to be you know do the performing side and you're also now a wellness coach. What do you feel has been like the most impactful moment in your theatre career so far? I, uh, there's so many, I guess there's so many different moments depending on the show and the people you work with. As a general, I, I'd say as a general rule, and this is kind of, I guess, a boring answer, <laughs> Not really, but um, I kind of thought about it's really the the people that you do get to work with and the friendships that you make along the way. It's such a different career being able to work with people very intimately for a long time you become very very close and 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 you develop such great friendships and as I 
quote unquote get older, I often think about it and I think about <laughs> the different casts that I've get I've gotten to work with and crew and everyone, and you realize how how amazing those friendships are and how connected you do feel in a show. So I'd say on a whole, it's definitely the connections that I feel with people and just the silliness backstage and not just the show. Yeah. And not just the shows that you're doing, but yeah, all the stuff that you get to do backstage appropriately, of course. Um, (laughs) uh, Just all the, all the great mates that you get to meet along the way. I'd say it's been the most impactful, um, especially as I get older and, and and think about the shows that I've done and not and being away from performing as well thinking about the shows that I've done and the people that I've met along the way yeah I think it's not always about um necessarily it is about the work that you do but it's about how you live that life and and the things that encompass like surround not only your career but you know making sure that you have good friends and um, that sense of community, which definitely comes with theatre. And that's probably why a lot of people love it as well, because it's not just, oh, we're doing what we love every day. We're also surrounded by like-minded people and it's like an exciting mm-hmm. atmosphere and you get to meet some incredible people along the journey. Absolutely. And it's not just when you're performing as well. I think if you learn that during a show, then when you're in the down times and you're auditioning, then you can still remain friends and stay connected to performers and still feel like you're in the industry mm-hmm. because you are you are talking about performing or you're talking about being creative. So you're not completely disconnected from it just because you're not in a show. Exactly. Most definitely. And it definitely I think the that connection that you do have with people in the industry and fellow performers and fellow creatives, it makes such an impact, especially during times like this as well, because you have those people that you can talk to and relate to and whilst everyone uh, across the world is going through this situation that's been brought up by COVID it's impacted performers in the arts so differently that it's great to have that little like almost spider web of connections and creatives that you can talk to and so you're a mind mindset and wellness coach for performers what does that actually entail and how did you kind of decide to delve into that particular line of work? Yeah so mindset and wellness coaching it can be for any industry really. I I guess I started off um, it was something that came up in my first show which was Wicked once I quote-unquote got the show. I'm loving this quote-unquote by the way I've realized I've (laughs) (laughs) got the show I actually yeah anyway um once I got into my first show I thought the work was done and once I started the show I realized Mm. there were so many facets of uh the industry I hadn't learned about yet and being on stage every night adrenaline I was also covering Alpha Bar, so it was I was thrown into the deep end majorly and I realized there were so many things I needed to learn and as I went through the contract and I did it for two years I realized it was not just dealing with my mindset but it was dealing with touring learning how to be with the same group of people, learning how to uh, yeah, tour around Australia and be away from your family, learning how to overcome sickness and getting back on stage after you've been sick, um, learning how to go on stage mid-show and, and just stay, stay present and stay mindful. So there were so many things that I was thrown into the deep end in the show and I'm so grateful for it because I learned how to, I guess I learned tools and skills that helped me 
And from there I realised, oh, maybe I can start to talk about this with other people and I think I shared a few things maybe on my social media. And as Mm. people kind of maybe started to take notice or or ask me about different things, I thought I'm going to do a bit more research and I was reading everything and then finally I came across wellness coaching and so I did this wellness coaching course and it was all about facilitating people with their goals and what they want to achieve. So that was the general the general um, way to go about it. But in terms of performers, I realised there was a really specific niche that performers needed help from not only um, auditioning but once they're in a show as well to stay, to stay not stay positive because that's not realistic all the time but to just have those skills that they can, they can use every day. Um, for auditions, for um, for various, and also after auditions, how to learn how to bounce back um, from rejection. You know what, all that kind of stuff. So, in a nutshell, that's how it that's how it started. And now I'm at a point. I mean, I've had a I've had a break from it at the moment, obviously because of having Bub. But I started to work with a lot of performers who have just graduated from Whopper and VCA, um, but who also want to audition for it too. So I'm kind of working with a lot of different performers and creative people, which I absolutely love. That's incredible. It's um, it's definitely a, a topic I think that we need to discuss because it's not often talked about in theatre, like um, how to deal with those specific you know how to deal with rejection and how to how to deal with the you know um past you know when you get in there is all that stuff that you talked about when you get into a show then that you think oh it's fine I'm I'm, I will be completely fine once I have made it I've made it into my show I'm gonna be a mental rock I've got this (laughs) but um a lot of performers really struggle with mental health. Why do you feel that mindfulness is so important in a performer's day-to-day life? Mindfulness is something I I believe is is quite an, a simple tool. It's not easy, but it's a simple tool that can be used. And and the more I kind of performed in various things, I realized how how important it was. When you're performing and you're in the zone, I guess you can call it and you're really just taking on each line, each word. And then maybe if something, I'm sure you guys have been through this before, you make a mistake and you you fuck up a line or something happens, you're still singing the song and you're thinking about the line, right? So in that moment, you've completely plucked yourself from the present and you're thinking about what you did previously. And that keeps happening. You keep making mistakes. You keep thinking about the line that you've, fucked up before um so you're completely you you're not being in the present and I I believe that performing you honestly to get the best out of it to get the best out of yourself but also to listen to the other performer the other actor you've got to stay present you've got to stay in the moment so things like mindfulness training and and simple things like practicing breathing um or doing a meditation, going for a walk and staying in the present moment can really help performing, but also auditioning, also daily life as well, learning how to deal with our emotions in the moment so that we're not going through this movie in our mind about what happened last week, what happened yesterday. We can actually learn to be in the moment, feel the emotion at hand and then learn to let it go. Yeah, which is really important because I think that is something I know personally I constantly do, like whether it's in an audition or it's 
on stage or even in the podcast, I'll say something and then look back on it and I'm like, oh, why did I? <laughs> like, it will be one of those things, like, as you're falling asleep at night, it comes to my mind and I'm like, why? Why am I? I don't need to be thinking about that. But you can't necessarily shake it, which then impacts you what you're doing in the present. So I think that's it's such an important thing to learn. And I learned a lot because I did do mindfulness with you a, a long time ago now. But what do you think are some of the bigger issues that performers face in terms of their mindset and mental well-being? There's a lot of I mean, we know now that it's it's talked about a lot more now, which is fantastic, but there are a lot of depression and anxiety that is complete, that is very common among the industry. And there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, you know, different docos and things like that that you can watch that explains that in detail. But I would say it's a lot to do with the inconsistency and the ups and downs of being a performer. We're not, we don't earn a normal wage we don't have consistent work years on end unless you're in a regular show or a regular TV series. So the ups and downs of that affects us. It, it does. It affects us mentally. We could be in a show and everything's amazing and we're enjoying what we're doing and then we finish the contract and the next day we're literally at home maybe working at another job or doing doing something completely different from performing and what we love to do so that's got to affect us mentally it's 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 just that up and down and I think also it's I've been thinking about it as well we often think oh I should be okay with that I should be I should learn to deal with that but ultimately we don't get taught how to deal with that we don't get taught how to stay sane (laughs) during the times that we're not working or we're not auditioning and especially now this is a completely different time that no one's ever been through and I and I kind of can't even tell give advice or anything on how to deal with this during COVID because it's never happened before (laughs) but this is we definitely need more people sharing skills and tools for performers to know that one it's it is okay to feel down and upset and anxious and depressed during those times but also that there can be help and there is help and we can learn skills and we can come together because I think thinking that we should be okay with it is 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 the issue as well definitely I think it's uh it's definitely something that's not talked about enough especially in the formative like uni days of of being a performer it's um it's uh, I think lots of people go through that when they're at uni as well like the you know the pressure of it and all of these different aspects and struggle with mental health that way because I definitely did myself but it wasn't discussed at all in a, in a class in a let's do a, a class about your health but like not just physical health like mental health because these are the things that are so important as performers because they are you know um we are our product our our mental well-being our physical well-being like that is what we're ultimately selling someone so for us to be um you know the most strong and and confident in ourselves that will ultimately feed into our work as well i think because at during uni as well you are often you know you go through a lot of different acting techniques whether it be a straight acting or through song that require you to bring up um memories and sometimes uh, quite often especially for really emotional stuff they're going to be memories that aren't 
really good and something that I know a lot of us struggled with was then great you've brought it up you've done your bit and like you you cried you left it all out on the table and then after you just kind of left sitting there in it and we were never necessarily taught how to then take care of yourself after like when you look at shows like Dear Evan Hansen like for Evan in that show he lays it just all out on that stage so many shows do that and often like I can't help but think like how do they then and they do that every night how do they take care of themselves after so that they can then go and do that again and again and again and I do think it is something that needs to be taught like it would be you know often in drama school you see people randomly just break down and start crying because they've been just like holding everything in so I think it is so important that we can whether it be a class like you know you do fitness classes you do dance classes having a class that's just or even just like a sit down once a week altogether where you can just talk with a professional lay it all out say what you need to do so you're not just sitting there holding it together because I feel so often as well performers are looked at as being like these really physically fit strong people like they have the best lives their careers are amazing they get to perform and I'm like well it's actually from the outside yes and it is it's an amazing career and it's an amazing job to have but there are so many downfalls to it as well and one of those big ones is mental health absolutely and I always compare it to well not compare but I always think about the sports industry if you want to call it and they have they have mental health coaches they have psychologists they have, and so I always think well we need the same we're athletes in a different form we need the same we need the same support and it is and it is starting to happen there is more support out there but I I would love to have um shows with psychologists or counsellors that is available to all performers to yeah you're right like once a week doing something um to discuss as a group or individually that would be something that you know later on would be amazing I think because you can also at the same time you can have that in your head as I know this is not I didn't get this part because of of what I I did it you know there's so many things I can't control in this situation and you can have that and you can write that down but it still freaking hurts it's still is yeah. disappointing there's yes. nothing you know and it's absolutely it's it's human nature it's absolutely okay to mm-hmm. feel upset disappointed and often say why the hell did that happen like again or you know why is this working out so it, and I think as I'm, I'm actually studying psychology and I'm up to my honours degree now, um, I often think more and more about how it is such a niche and I, I would love to have a psychologist who knows what it's like to do eight shows a week, who's been there and who understands. And, yeah, you're right, that rejection thing, it's not about someone physically rejecting me. It's not. It's, it's about that disappointment and that... Um, learning how to deal with that and learning how to almost reset it's a reset isn't it every time you kind of go okay yes (laughs) have that time of being disappointed reset watch something you know watch a comedy and then try and start the day again do you have any advice for those who are dealing with rejection it's shit (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna sugarcoat it it's shit um it's it's so hard for different it, – it, it's honestly – it's it's so hard for 
everyone, but different situations. So I think it depends on how much pressure you put on that various audition. It depends on mm-hmm. how much you, I guess, think you're right for the role. I guess it depends on how you felt going into the audition. If you felt that you did absolutely everything you could and you got rejected, then some sometimes it's easier to kind of let it go or sometimes it's harder. I think in terms of advice perhaps allow yourself to feel like shit because it it's not fun but also allow yourself to when you when the time is right and when you're ready to sit and if it's still on your mind sit and write down things that you thought were good in the audition things that you thought you could improve and then move forward try and move forward and and go to the next thing the next audition and and know that this is all a learning process as much as some people and, you know, sometimes I even roll my eyes at myself sometimes as I know this is so hard but I know I'm going to learn the most out of this because this is where I, this is where I get better. This is where I get stronger. This is where I, I learn more skills. Definitely. That's um, some great advice for, for dealing with rejection because we all <laughs> go through it. <laughs> we yeah. definitely do. And I mean, considering now COVID-19, it's been quite tough on a lot of performers. Do you have any advice for those who are feeling like they're stuck in a rut or just struggling with, you know, not getting to perform at all? Well, for me, I'm being a new mom, I've had to really really kind of reevaluate how I get my creativity fixed <laughs> because yeah. I'm it's yeah. a completely new identity for me so I'm I'm really learning that and I feel maybe this could help others but for me I'm I'm trying to add in and it doesn't have to be amazing it's it doesn't have to be I think giving ourselves a bit of slack is 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 very needed but just adding in little things that make us feel good. <laughs> like for me, it's doing a scene, like having a scene and maybe, yeah. and I did a scene, I had a scene lesson this morning and I was singing and I thought, Oh God, I love singing. And I just, it was just that reminder that I needed. Um, yeah. And whatever that means for you, if it means just listening to a musical or going, you know, going to watch a really nice movie or going for a walk or just having something that makes you feel creative and makes you feel joyful um, and remind you of, of why you love performing in the first place. And I guess who you are as well. It's just a reminder that, okay, yes, we're, we're stuck in this weird different time of, um, you know, we're used to being quite social as performers, I think. Uh, we're, we're quite social butterflies. So <laughs> to be like stuck inside and then also to also take that creativity almost away can be really a tough thing for us to deal with but just to go back to what makes you happy what what like you know going through the motions of why do I do this like is this the right thing for me like going back and actually um having time to almost evaluate your life and decide where am I going from here it's almost a bit of a quiet time to go great all right let's let's go for it as soon as COVID's off let's go yeah absolutely I also feel during this time I I don't know if you've seen it but all those social media posts on how to do COVID right how to get the most out of your COVID day (laughs) I find it quite frustrating because it's one quite unrealistic and two no one knows how to deal with this no one knows like we're all just we're all in this weird 
bubble and I I feel like it's okay for us to just be at home and and to have those times where where we do struggle a bit but also if we can just add in something little just to make yourself feel good you know something something tiny mm-hmm. it doesn't have yes. to be this amazing plan of how we're going to achieve each goal at the beginning of this lockdown I mean, I'm in New South Wales now, but at the beginning of the New South Wales lockdown, I had, (laughs) I I was like, I'm going to go back to my Italian. I'm going to sing blah, 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 three times a week. I'm going to do this, do this. And it didn't happen. (laughs) It didn't happen. But I've learnt now, okay, well, maybe it's once a week I do this. Okay, I'm going to try this once a week. I'm going to try this. And it's adding in little things. It's just being realistic mm-hmm. um, but not feeling like you're not doing it right, so to speak, because no one knows. Yes. <laughs> it does. It kind of – I think everybody did that and I have weeks where I'm like, okay, like I'm planning everything out. Like I have certain days – that, you know, I'm going to do this workout on this day. I am going to get this amount of writing done. And some days I just wake up and I'm like, I I just can't. I can't do that today. That's not going to happen. And then there are days where I'm like, great, I'm going to get all of this work of like the week done today. Because there are just, it's, I think one of the greatest things that I've learned during this time, it is taking it day by day. Um, because as as great as it is to plan and I love to plan and in my normal everyday life, that works really well during this time where everything just feels so like suspended in time. It's kind of like just taking it day by day. Some days are going to be like the most creative I've Mm -hmm. ever been. And some days I'm literally not going to leave my bed. I'm just going to stay in bed all day and just watch docos all day. Um, yeah. So I, I agree. Like there is, there is. I don't think there's any way you can do it right in quotes, um, because we've not done this before. I'm sure in ten years' time, or even in a year's time, there's going to be a self help book about COVID nineteen. But for now, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I guess on that kind of a, a talking about this all and everything you have to give, where can people find your coaching and your courses once you are back and working again? Yeah, so my website's probably the best way to way to go is um I love when people say the websites www.sophiewright.com.au. Um so on there you can go to coaching and and have a look at what I offer. I'm going to start in the next few months, so if you're interested you can just send me an email, um, give me a bit of information about you and what you want in your coaching and what goals you have in mind, and we can start from there. Amazing. And look, I can vouch that, um, obviously, again, it was it was it feels like so long ago, but the coaching really was worth it, and it did have a big impact. Um, I remember actually, you gave me this advice before I went for one of my um, university auditions about giving myself an alter ego. <laughs> and you named it I think oh. Vivacious Victoria or something and like the day the morning of my audition I like screenshotted it it was my background I had a meditation that I had to listen to and it it made such a difference and I got into that university didn't end up going there but I got in and it was one of those auditions where you know those rare ones where you walk out and you're like that was just amazing like yeah I know great <laughs> and you just walk out no questions, nothing. There's no like nagging in the back of your head. You just walk out and you can just let it go. So that made a, a huge, huge difference for me. So I can definitely uh, vouch for <laughs> 
Sophie's coaching. Obviously, from what we've said, you already know that she's just an amazing person and performer. But the coaching is definitely, um, once she starts back up again, definitely look into it. Because I think it really is important for everyone to, whether you do an actual course or coaching, that you do just take care of your mental well-being especially during these times so to wrap things up today we always do a little bit of a bedtime story which is always a lot of fun so this is a stage mishap obviously you've been in some incredible shows so have you got a sort of um bedtime story for us today yes i do i hope it's all right um I'm kind of remembering it as I tell it, so chookers. So basically it was when I was playing Alpha Bar. I was on for my ensemble track and I was sitting on stage and I had to, I, I was told by backstage they had to run off and I was told that the um, Alpha Bar would be going off. So basically I'm a hot mess. I run off stage, I'm running around the corner and I'm like, okay, I think I'm going on now and in that moment, I run to the dressing room. I take my ensemble clothes off. I shove the alphabet clothes on. Someone's shoving green paint on my face. I'm looking in the mirror, going, "What is my life right now?" And I, all I had, all I could do in the moment, and I've told this to many of my coaching clients before because it was a good lesson. All I could do, I, I knew my mind was about to go off and go, you can't do this. What the hell? You're going to have to go on for defying gravity. And in the moment, all I could do is breathe. That was literally oh the only draw card I had at the time. I just had to breathe. I had to just concentrate on my breathing while people around me were putting on a mic, putting green makeup on, putting a wig on. And I was side stage and then I had to go on mid-show. And it was just one of those crazy, crazy stories that afterwards I always think about because I, I think I remained pretty calm, but it was one of those moments that it could have gone the other way. I could have freaked out. But ultimately I couldn't yeah. go anywhere. I couldn't run off stage. No. I had a job to do. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's like a funny story, but it was definitely oh. a, a, um, a, learning, a learning curve for me. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that that I can't even begin to imagine, especially like it's not even like intermission. Okay, <laughs> now we have to swap over. It's literally like midway Mid through show. the first act yeah. that you're like, great. And now there's just going to be like, I can't even imagine watching it because I would just I would have loved to see the people that are like, wait, who's that? Wait, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Who's that? And like, it she, wouldn't, it wouldn't defy gravity. <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't even necessarily be like a, um, oh, wow. Like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But I can't even imagine what that what would have felt like just being on. like, great, just cool. I'm going on mid, mid-act. mid Cool. Yes. And I guess that is the thing. You can't, there's nothing you can do. It's not like you can be like, no, somebody else has to do it. I can't. <laughs> You've just got to just take a deep breath and be like, cool, this is happening. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have a job to do and that's what happens. And there was no there was no time. There was honestly no time to even have negative emotions about it. <laughs> there was no time. It was yeah. literally, and that was where staying present and staying uh, in the moment really helped me because I had to just concentrate on what I was doing at the time. That is incredible. What and uh, what a great story. That is, um, oh, that's the stuff that you, you try not to think about <laughs> happening, but it sometimes happens. Yeah, it gives me nightmares now, but you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, that's the stuff of like nightmares where you yeah. think about it and you're like, oh, oh no, and I just get shoved on stage and you're like, but I don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah, at least I knew the line. Oh, but yeah, I always have that dream where I don't know. Yeah, anything. exactly. I was like, I don't even know this show. <laughs> yeah, like, what well, is this? Thank you so much for not only sharing that story with us, but sharing all of this information just about it it really is mental health is um insanely important in in the arts and in general and um yeah just thank you so much for just talking to us about it and kind of I guess putting some of it into perspective that it is like it can be the small things that have the largest impact as well like the small thoughts that you think you know you think every every once in a while but they will just slowly start to build up and they can kind of overcome you especially as a performer when you get that one rejection that's just a little bit too much for you and you just throw it all out the window and just want to quit yeah and also if anyone feels like they need to talk to someone there's always support that out there friends family um there's beyond blue lifeline definitely get support out there because this is a this is as we said a crazy time and and it's definitely um talk to your mates talk to your family talk to your friends make sure everyone's okay thank you so much for coming on and being with us today we absolutely loved it but you guys will be back in two weeks with another new episode but until then remember to stay happy healthy and safe and we will see you next time Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and we hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts and to send us your bedtime stories and stage door Sunday pics. We also would love to hear your feedback on the episode and what you'd like to hear from us in the future. You can let us know on our Instagram at ps.stagedoorpod, via our email at ps.stagedoor.podcast at gmail.com or contact us via our website psstagedoorpodcast.com. We love hearing from you and we will see you next time. Bye! Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.